Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Anything Can Be a Podcast podcast. Please welcome to the stage, John Hastings, everyone. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. How are we? We good? Very nice. It's a low, intimate Wednesday. You guys are very Edinburgh crowd where no one has sat in the first three rows whatsoever, unaware that I can just do this. And new, now you, my friends, are the first row of glory. How are you guys? Everyone good? Yes? Yeah. A very subdued audience. What happened? Did you guys just all attend a funeral before you came here? What happened, guys? Let's get some energy. Are we good? Yes? Yes! Have a nice day? Yes! Happy that the streets are slick from tears of performers that were nominated for awards today? Yes? <laughs> Did we see someone cry? No. But wait for it. Wait for it. One of my flatmates got nominated. And I'm, I'm 29 now, so I'm at this place as a comedian. It's not good to go into that and then choke on water in your mouth. It's not like you're about to cry. But... Awards got uh, announced today. Do you guys know about the awards? This is the amazing thing about Edinburgh. All the comedians are clamoring around being like, the awards are coming out. My show's going to sell out. People are in the room going, well, what, what's an award? <laughs> <laughs> Can I grab some water? Because my lungs are turning against me. This is an interesting moment. I didn't never... Did you know you could choke on your own body? What the fuck is going on? This festival's... <coughs> I'm choking for no reason. I hurt my hip a week ago because I was in... What was that, brother? Oh, thank you very much. That's, are you a Scottish doctor? That was very nice. Yeah, put some alcohol in it. That's very important. I think that's the best way to do it. Is, thank you, brother. Like you're just laughing. You're like, yes, I am a Scottish doctor. I'm the head of the Edinburgh Hospital. A guy came in with brain cancer yesterday. I put some whiskey on it, shrank the tumor. It's fucking fine. What's your name, brother? Ken. You look like a Ken. Like, you look at the kind of guy, you sell real estate, you got a country home, you know how to build a dock, you have a boat, but it's modest, but you love to fish. And what do you do for a living, Ken? So he's an estate agent. Now, what do you, again, very Scottish response, not very much. Give me no information about yourself, because you're afraid an English person in the room is going to take that from you. Thank you very much. And where are you from, Ken? Perth. Perth. Where is that? Uh, 50 miles north. 50 miles. So Scotland, right? Yeah. Ah, fuck, I'm getting the accent down. It's not I, Australia. What? It's Australia. <coughs> it's what? Oh, I got that. You don't look Australian. <laughs> that's not a tan. That's alcohol on your face. I can tell. I can tell you're the only one with a pint and the only one laughing, so you're drunk. And the rest of you need to drink up, or this is going to be a long hour. You miss her looking at me like I just took a shit in your cereal. Come on in, sir. Come on in. Hi, guys. How are you? We're just learning about Ken. Hey, guys. What's up? We'll play some James Brown in a bit. Yeah. All right. So we're just learning about Ken. He's from Perth. What do you do in Perth? Seriously. Um, not very much. I stole the record. I wrecked stalls. Market stalls. You erect market stalls. That's a job? You're not even convinced. But how do you have money, Ken? Are you dealing ecstasy? What the fuck is going on? Pardon me? I have you have enough. So you're stealing? What the fuck does that mean? Stop answering in parables. You're not John the Baptist. I have a job. Don't do a lot. Do you, uh, do you have any money? I have enough. Where's your wife? She's gone. Yeah. Are you a divorced man? Yeah. And you're smiling like a son of a bitch. Someone had a prenup. Someone had a prenup. First marriage? 
But how many wives have you had? Get it? See what I did there? We're taking this back to the swinging 60s with those clever Bob Newhart jokes. Ah, the Navy's in, so someone has someone to dance to. I never understood that Bob, uh, oh, it's Bob Hope, not Bob Newhart. I'm confusing my Bobs. You know how it is. You're a hipster. You love irony. What's your name? It's something annoying like a Treyu, isn't it? Ian? So not at all. What do you do? How do you know Ken, Ian? He's your mate's mate. He's your mate's dad? <laughs> Never be a spy, Ian. Your story fell apart in seconds. Who's that man? He's nobody. Who is he? He's the head of the CIA. And so uh, that's your mate's dad. But you consider him a friend? Is he like the cool dad? Is that your father? How many marriages has he had? And how's the, how did the divorce treat you? It's the most Scottish family I've ever met. Your dad's divorced and drunk. You're staring at me just, man, that was fucking great, actually. Two Christmases, they spoiled me for a bit, and now I'm, my dad deals weed and ecstasy in Perth. It's awesome. And what's your name, brother? Ross. John. Love to meet you, Ross. And what do you do for a living, Ross? You work on the ships. Again, Scottish people, learn to dispel information, not just say a sentence and then stare at me. What do you do? Ships. Are you the captain? Are you the guy that swabs the deck? Are you the guy who keel hauls people? Are you the guy in Master and Commander who drives the second wheel? What I know about boats, I learned from Russell Crowe movies. And so, are you the guy with the, the second wheel who turns it and stuff like that? Are you the doctor who solves mysteries by believing in evolution? You're the engineer? You're the Geordie LaForge of the ship? Fuck yeah. Do you have a robot? That's a joke only for Star Trek people which Ross is one of, and the rest of you are staring at me like I just fucking said something insane. But in Star Trek The Next Generation, the far less good version of Star Trek than the original, Jordy LaForge had a robot called Data. He's the engineer making him the Jordy LaForge, so logic would dictate he would have a robot. Ross, do you have a robot? Afraid not. Do you want a robot? Hi, Mom. Thanks for being punctual. It's always a good sign when your mom shows up five minutes late for your own show right there. That's worse than a one-star review. Ah, oh, I have something to do. Oh, it's just my son. We'll get to it later. Um, see? Your dad's here. My mom's here. Yeah, it is. She is actually, and she was, she's late, so getting her on stage would be punishment enough, but I'm not going to do that because I would like to remain in the will. I don't need that inheritance going to the cats, you know what I'm saying? I'm a stand-up comedian. As you can see, my draw is subject at best, so I'm going to need that money in a couple of few years. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get into it, guys. At, uh, at your job, Ross, do you ever get angry? Not really. Are you in the military? You're just on a ship? Have you just broken into a ship and declared yourself the engineer? Are you a pirate? You don't look Somalian. That joke was very clever and not offensive. All the pirates in the world are technically Somalian. I'm just being accurate, not racist. But nice job, drawing of a middle-class man. <laughs> What's your story, faux hawk boy? Yes. That is how you answer a question, Ken. He said, bollocks, I'm a student. We know a lot about him. He's spending his parents' money. Possibly on a degree that's weird like geology. What is your major? History. history. What did I fucking say? <laughs> Favorite subject of history, my man. What's your name, brother? Charlie. Charlie. Fuck yeah, Charlie. Good name. Sounds like you smuggle cigarettes in the 70s. Now, Charlie, 
What is your favorite moment in history? Wow, really putting that degree to good work right there. <laughs> you don't, uh, just pick. Pardon me? I've only done one year. You've only done one year? But you were aware of a thing called history and the things have happened. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't pick one thing. Second World War. Second World War? Not one moment in the Second World War? You just liked that England won? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Go into politics, Charlie. You'll do a very good job. You have not committed to anything yet, including the British winning the Second World War. <laughs> But it was all right. It wasn't perfect. You know, some people died. Some people that could have been voters for me, a future Tory MP. Now, <laughs> where are you from, uh, Charlie? Oxford. Oxford. Fuck yeah, Oxford. I do enjoy Oxford a lot. I went there once. I had the most Oxford moment of my entire life. I was walking down the street, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and a woman in a sundress went, would you like some pims? There's a, a regatta going on. And I literally just joined a barbecue where they were making grouse. I didn't even know that was a thing you could eat. I thought someone was mispronouncing the word gross. And they gave me pims, and we ate grouse. And they were like, where are you from? And I went, Canada. And an old woman referred to it as, ah, a colonial. How delightful. <laughs> it was so fucked up. And <laughs> there was an old man in a cravat, in a pink cravat, cranberry shoes. I think he made them himself. A cane that had a crystal on the top. Like, he looked like how people dressed to make fun of posh British people, but that was him. Like, his name was, like, Agamemnon Prosperitus or something like that. <laughs> and he was leaned against, and he's watching the regatta. And by watching, I mean he's reading poetry and looks up and goes, Ah, a victory for the victor. How delightful. And then returns. It was so fucked up. What part of Oxford are you from? North. North, yeah. I don't know anything about Oxford. <laughs> are you attending Oxford? No, I'm not. Oh, Birmingham. What shame you've brought upon your house. <laughs> Do your parents like not let you walk anywhere near Oxford Uni? So like one of your friends who's attending it will be like, Oh, I was just in Oxford. I just met I just was learning falconry and how to rule the world. And then you're like, Oh, I was at Birmingham, I was learning how to walk through a shopping center and how to be bored in the second largest city in the UK. I'm going to say this about Birmingham. There's nothing to fucking do there. Every time I go there, they go, Have you been to the Pret-a-Manger? Yes, they're everywhere come up with something to do. Your town invented heavy metal and there's not a place I can go to just look at a photo of Ozzy fucking Osbourne? I've been to a movie theater. I don't need to go to it. It fucking drives me crazy. Now, what do you like to do in Birmingham besides finger ladies from the Midlands? <laughs> go to Pret. Go to Pret? Yeah, it's the only fucking thing to do there, right? Do you get annoyed by that? Do you find Birmingham to be this oddly boring town? But it should, like, it should have stuff besides a train station that's constantly under construction. Like, it needs... Like I, it's got a what? I don't understand where you're going with this. You're going to work for UKIP later? What the fuck? Do you like going to the mosque? No, I not What did you bring up? I can tell. You just worship money, don't you? Ken appreciated that joke. So why, why did you bring up mosques? Is that like a statement that there's a lot of Asian people and Muslim people in Birmingham? Yeah, where you live? Does that offend you? Do you like it? You're impartial? Your friend has heard your actual opinions on this subject when you <laughs> say something very horrible like sand and word and then laugh. Yeah, it wasn't a joke, just a statement. Now, Charlie, come here. Stand the fuck up, man. Come here. Come closer. Come on. Get close. It's time for love, Charlie. I've had a weird moment because you made it a little racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. Are you a racist? No. 
exactly what a racist would say. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play a little word association. I'm gonna say a word, and then you say the first thing that pops into your head. Cheese. Cows. Not bad. You could have said Polish cheese, and then we would know he's lying. Dreidel. What? <laughs> Not looking like a racist, doesn't know anything about Jewish people, that's good. He just views them as those nice people that give him bagels. Hats. Barry. Don't like the French, do you? <laughs> You're very uncomfortable right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about the homosexual community? <laughs> They're very happy. They are very happy. Yeah, very joyful people. You wish you could be that happy? <laughs> At times. <laughs> Why don't you be that happy? It's cool, man, yeah. <laughs> Coming from a very religious family, don't you, Charlie? No, you're not really. Communists? Fascists. Fascists? Who's your father? Mussolini? <laughs> That's where he is? He's in Oxford this whole time? No, no, he's dead. Your father or Mussolini? Mussolini. So you are studying history. I think I just hit your teeth with the yeah, microphone yeah, somehow. Yeah. Come closer, Charlie. Oh, my God, You smell really good. What kind of deodorant do you use? Um, sure for men. You are for men. Thank you. <laughs> and who's your friend right here in the very open shirt? Freddie? Freddie? Yeah. Charlie and Freddie out on the town just talking to Muslim people and telling them to act right. Right, Fred? What does Freddie do, Charlie? He's a student. What does he study? No idea. <laughs> How good friends are you with Freddie? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Doesn't seem like that. You don't even know what he's studying. Some sort of design. How close is he, Freddie? <laughs> yeah. I like you a lot, Fred. <laughs> come on. Come on in. You're not going anywhere, Charlie. Come on, close. Okay. Come on. Come in closer, Freddie. Come on. No, closer. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is nice. Community, that's what we are, right, guys? You'd be like, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> now, what are you designing, Fred? Yeah, uh, I design products. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> that's literally that, the name of the course. It's product design. Aren't all the products designed? <laughs> Pretty much. So what are you doing? Just looking at a shoe and going, like, we need to put a flashlight in this. No, it's already been done. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, flashing trainers. Oh, good point. You are good at your job. Stop rubbing against my dick. It's weird, man. <laughs> I, like, I'm, I like it. And it's just it weird like that I do. Sorry. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> but why do you keep calling it? Now. <laughs> now, Freddie, what's your favorite product? Favorite product? Mm. I quite like lamps. You quite like lamps? <laughs> Fuck, you get out of here, Charlie. I'm talking to Freddie now. Hey guys, welcome to Intimate Conversations with me, John Hastings. This is my pal Fred. He loves lamps. Because you love Anchorman 1, don't you? I, disagree. I love lamp, yeah. Yeah, you love lamp. What's your favorite type of lamp? My favorite type of lamp is that green lamp that you always see in movies about the 30s that's over like the desk, right? You mean, you mean, you mean, you mean the big one that just hangs all over with like a big large silver shade? 
I know exa- that's exactly the one I'm fucking talking How the fuck did he do that? You do love lamps. I, d- I like lamps. Favorite lamp. I do like a good angle poise. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> what is an angle poise? It's, it's the classic one. With, it's, got the it's not the classic one. The classic lamp is a, a stick that's on fire. <laughs> if, if I showed you an angle poise, you know an angle poise. You just wouldn't know it's called an angle poise. Show me an angle poise. I got an hour to kill. Show me a fucking angle poise. I got no internet. Afterwards, then, friend. <laughs> what do you love about lamps? Um, I like the shades. I think they're impressive. You just love hats, don't you? No, I, d- I don't. I don't really like. Them. Wait a minute. So you love lampshades, but you hate hats? No, I, just, I don't. I don't hate hats. I'm just not not a great fan. Because your hair's so good. It's probably, yeah, probably. See, Charlie, this is a confident man. <laughs> knows how to deal with himself. If it wasn't for your fashion. Your fascist family. <laughs> Pressure to go to Oxford. Couldn't even get to Cambridge, could you? <laughs> you have to know I'm from Canada. They don't even let us apply. They just go, I don't think so. You're from the colonies. <laughs> My friend Paul tried to apply to Cambridge. And uh, on his, uh, his return application, I'll never forget the letter. It read th- thusly. Dear Mr. I'm not going to say his last name. As I've said it a bunch of times and I've gotten emails from this podcast. Dear Mr. here. <laughs> Um, thank you for your consideration, but you must know that we find the Canadian education system subpar to the system in the United Kingdom. But United Kingdom was misspelled. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> it was spelled K-I-N-D-G-O-M. So the United Kindgum. It was fucking awesome. That Cambridge, you know Cambridge, right, friend? Uh, I, I know, but yeah. Did you go to Cambridge? Uh, I've been twice. What were you doing there? Uh, I was seeing my girlfriend's grandmother. <laughs> And and the plot deepens, doesn't it, Ian? <laughs> Were you looking at her lampshade? Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> you made that illicit in your own head, my friend. <laughs> I was actually asking a nice question about Antiki, and you just started talking about an old lady's tatas. <laughs> What's the oldest lady you've ever been intimate with? Who's the, the oldest lady you've ever flicked the light switch of, let's say? Uh, uh, she was uh, about 19. I don't like you, Charlie. <laughs> don't hurt my friend Fred here. So you're 19 years old? I'm 19 years old. All right, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I don't need you tree calling me. Now, let's get to it. Guys, I had a weird day yesterday. Do you ever get angry, Freddy? Regularly. Yeah, I can. Frustration. Yeah, I got angry yesterday. Here's the thing is I'm doing another show here, 945 at the Pleasance Courtyard, and it's a stand-up show, and it's been going very well. Good reviews. feeling good about it. I don't have the Edinburgh pressures of, like, I owe 8,000 pounds, and my agent has just hired a man with black gloves and a chainsaw, and he's coming after me if I can't make that money. Like, it's going to be okay. And then yesterday, there was a bunch of people from the comedy industry in the room, and because of whatever happened, the show was not sold out. And there's tricks to Edinburgh, which is this. If you don't have a full room, what you do is you go out with tickets that you print, and you just give them to people, and you get them the fuck in. And then someone didn't do that, and I lost my fucking shit. And my problem is I'm not a good, angry person. Ross, you could be good, angry. Like, look at your face. It's smiley and nice. I already look like the child's drawing of a racist, so when I start yelling, it doesn't look good. And so when I finally got on the phone with the guy whose responsibility it was, I was in, like, a crowded arts bar, and I don't know how to control my rage, because I try and be a very happy... Hello, sir, how are you? You're very nice. You, you look. Yeah, please do. You look like you're looking for a train. 
off to an important business. I feel weird because I'm about to talk about how I was raging at someone, and then this very business professional man with a satchel walked and be like, ah, oh, yes, I'm here to instruct you not to do that as your attorney. <laughs> are you a lawyer, sir? What are you? What are you? Uh, what are you? That's very rude. What, what, what do you do as an occupation? Oh, do you teach product design? Imagine if he did, though. What's your favorite type of lamp? Brown lamps, Fred. Good color. Good color. Uh, Fred is uh, he's studying at the University of Birmingham. Univ oh, for fuck's sake, the University of Bournemouth. Is that a good university? Is it? I've been to Bournemouth. It was two women peeing on the outside. Yes. I'm not going to tell you, you creepy, pervert, weird son of a bitch. Just lure them into your lamp shop or whatever you call your trousers. Come on into my haberdashery of light, ladies. You'll only get out when the angle square is complete. Anyway, so I was raging, and here's the problem, is I started yelling on the phone, and the other problem is I've lost my voice, and so, to have an intimidating sort of yell, I have to go up into my upper register. So I was on the phone with someone saying, you made a fucking mistake! What the fuck do you think you were fucking doing? And the problem is the person just started laughing at me, but then going, I'm sorry. Going, are you sorry? Because you're, it was like I was a cartoon mouse angry at the cat for trying to eat my cheese. It was really fucked up. And then security came over to me going, sir, you've had too much to drink. And I said, I haven't had anything to drink at all. And they went, well, then why are you doing a gay woman's voice into the phone? Is this some sort of sketch? It was the most fucked up evening of my entire life. And then I was walking home. And then I saw, because Edinburgh gives you things, gives you moments of hope. And I saw the best thing I think I've ever seen. So there's burlesque shows late at night, so you can go see woman, 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 right, Charlie? You kept, right, buddy? <laughs> go see women try and take their clothes off, but they have tassels on their boobs and there's piano music. So I'm walking in a, uh, a variety show with burlesque dancers let out, and there's this woman with this like giant headdress, and they've like they're doing this thing on the streets, and they've reeled out this really grand piano, and this woman in this beautiful dress like glowing, lovely, like glitter all over. She was gorgeous on the streets of Edinburgh and she's walking up to the piano and she's going to jump onto the piano and I'm fucking angry and I don't feel like I've been held responsible and I see this woman jump and she had a lot of gusto. She jumped up onto the piano and then fell right off the back of the piano as she was started singing Big Spender, but she didn't stop singing it. So she's just on the ground, legs kicked up in the air, just, Big Spender, gonna be a big spender. And then the moment of truth happened. A Glaswegian man emerged from an alley, pointed at her vagina and went, you'll have to wax that if I'm spending any money on you. <laughs> it was like the universe wanted me to smile. I don't even think that man exists. I think God was just like, all right, we need to give John Hastings a laugh. What, what man can bring him mirth? Get me Pete from Paisley. He's got a neck tattoo. His kid has a dagger. He's only ever worn a tracksuit. He doesn't use trains because fuck trains. It was awesome. And so where are you from, Ian? Sterling? Perth? Manchester. It's a lovely town. A lovely town that has a vague smell of dust. Why do you live in Manchester? Why don't you leave? <laughs> I did. You did? Yeah. Where did you go? Newcastle. Out of the frying pan into the fire in terms of 
drunk, scary, hard men on the street right there. You go from Manchester where a guy will have information about New Order and you'll go to Newcastle where they're in a gang called the New Order and they're just beating up a police horse. Have you ever been to Newcastle at night? It hits 6 p.m. And you've, I've never seen alcohol intake like this in my entire life. Like it is, it goes past the point of them having a problem and they're just far too good at it. Like I saw a woman cane a bottle of wine in a shopping center, 6 p.m., and she just tossed it into a bin and went, you call that three pound wine, I call it shit. It's just an amazing place because you go into the north of England and Scotland's like this as well. It's just everyone's themselves. That's what I love about this part of the world is there's no hiding. You know what I mean? Like if you are what you are, like no matter what, I want to be a camp Jordy wearing nothing but leopard print t-shirt, a cocksuck, and a headband that reads one cock at a time. And you will find that guy on the streets of Newcastle running from two hard men with tattoos that read like don't and ain't on their necks. It's fucking Mind melting, a crazy place. And what's your favorite? What is your favorite moment in history, Ian? It's a big question. This isn't a quiz. You've never thought about history before? You never thought about all the moments that made Newcastle Newcastle? You never thought about the town Old Castle that had to burn down so they could make your city? That was a way better joke than you gave it credit for. How do you think Newcastle got its name? Someone just invented the word new. There had to have been an old castle and someone burned it down. And to prove a point, because there were Jordy, just went, ah, fuck you, Newcastle now. It's better, we have a slide. Is there a slide on the castle? Get the fuck out of here. There's no castle in Newcastle? You live there. You're a weird guy, Ian. So you live in Manchester where there are no castles, only drunk people, and facts about Joy Division. Do you like Joy Division? What letter ban? Fuck you. <laughs> Hands up, who knows what Joy Division is? Good people, good, solid people. The rest of you need, I like how you're just canning that beer. Don't. <laughs> that band is not the Beatles, so fuck them. Favorite band, Ken? Supertramp? <laughs> Fuck yeah! I was not picturing Supertramp. I was looking at you and you're going to go, it all ended with the stones. But you like a little, do you like Journey? Yeah. I saw Journey Live once. Have you ever seen Journey Live? No. All right. Well, Journey has, used to have a lead singer named Steve Perry. And Steve Perry and the rest of Journey did not really get along. And I saw them on the last tour when they were together and they weren't speaking. So what happened is the band came out as Journey and then the guitar player in the contract had to introduce Steve Perry as Steve Perry of Journey. You've never seen a lackluster, emotionless man ever before in your time. This guitar player walks up to the motion. Yeah. Um, would you now please welcome Steve of Journey Perry. And then he walks out like, yeah, are you ready to rock Toronto? Let's go on a journey, let's do this. And the whole band turned their backs to their amplifiers and played like this while this guy's doing a rock show. It was awesome, it was amazing. And like, I was, we were really close. So in the in-between songs, you could hear the band banter, which is usually like, good song, great job, love the bass solo. And this, it was just the guitar player just going, fuck you, Steve, fuck you. Fuck you, Steve. Fuck you. And Steve Perry, not ignoring it. At one point, he goes behind the guitar player where he's doing a solo, and he starts going like this 
like from Ace Ventura, like this. And the guitar player just turns to him and goes, I, I'm going to fuck you like that, Steve. I'm going to fuck you like that. It was awesome. Do you like, so you, what, what's your favorite band, Ian? I don't care if you guys don't laugh at this. I will keep making hilarious jokes until you catch up with them. Yes, some of them will be related to Journey, and only that guy will laugh at them, but that's fine. That man in the pale purple T-shirt is looking at me like he's glad I'm not his son. And guess what, sir? I might be. My mom's a bit of a loose lady. I can't believe I just said that. I'm just desperate for laughs. Ross is looking at me like I just destroyed the ship engine. I don't know your story, sir, but you look like you know how to make a bomb in your basement. These couple I like, but they're laughing at different times, which means you're afraid that you're going to laugh at something she's not going to approve of, and you're going to have a fight later, which is conducive about your relationship. Are you guys dating? Well, then, you can see why I'm nervous, because he definitely has emotion for you, and you are jilting him with your Daria-like glasses and information about books you find interesting. <laughs> What's your name, miss? Lindsay, of course it is. Spelled with a Y, no doubt. Two eyes? Like a stripper. I'm not saying you are a stripper. I'm just saying that's how strippers spell it. And what do you do for a living, Lindsay? Not very much. <laughs> so you work for Ken. Um, how do you earn money? You just finished uni yesterday? Congratulations. Round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we had them applaud now before we find out what, you're, what you studied. What did you study? Health psychology. That's fine. You're going to work for the NHS? Fuck yeah, go make some of that money before David Cameron privatizes it. <laughs> yeah, not a joke, he actually wants to do that. It's fucking bullshit. I have no vote in politics of this island because I'm on a visa, so I have to just live vicariously through it, but I fucking don't like the guy because he doesn't even try and pretend he's not evil. Like, his reason for privatizing the NHS is, I want to. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Lie to me, motherfucker. You're a politician. That's your job. That's what George W. Bush did. Is he changed politics from a thing where these smooth, nice-skinned gentlemen lied to people and we went, good enough lie. Go right ahead. Like, Bill Clinton was the best of all of them. He got a blowjob in the Oval Office, and his excuse was, could you define the word is? I don't even know how the fuck that worked. And he, got, he lied under oath, and he got off on a technicality, which is they used incorrect grammar. What kind of fucking nutcase thought that up? He's just sitting there, it's fine, it's fine. They didn't conjugate the vowel after the adverb. So they can't prove I murdered the man. How the fuck does that happen? David Cameron, like, David Cameron's probably getting blowjobs from the devil. And if he gets caught, his excuse will be, why wouldn't you? Like, fuck you. So health psychologist, what, what is that? So you're like a psychologist for doctors? People. What's the weirdest case study you ever had to do? Hmm? You haven't done that many? You're really prepared to get a job, aren't you, Lindsay? What's your, who's your favorite psychiatrist? You don't have one. I'm really passionate about your job, eh, Lens? <laughs> and who's this gentleman with you? And why have you guys not blossomed into a beautiful relationship? Look at him. He looks like Wolverine from... Pardon me? You like boys? <laughs> He's looking to experiment. He, do, he won't say that he is, but I felt some stuff when I was hugging him. Some stuff that was fun and nice. Right, Charlie? Yeah. What's your name, brother? Jordan, I'm going to ask you a personal question. You can totally tell me to fuck off if you don't want to answer it. But uh, when you came out to your parents, who were you more afraid of, your mom or your dad? None of them. That's a lovely story. It's weird that Ken laughed at that moment. Was like, when I came out to my parents, I did it as a prank. Things were different in the 70s.
And uh, and did you always know? Pretty much, like one moment where you saw a vagina, you were like, I don't fucking think so. <laughs> it looks like it's infected. I'm going with these. It's all on the outside. You can clean it. I like that. He's laughing. I'm not being insensitive. I'm just being more open. We lead different lives. I like vaginas, and it's the bane of my existence. She's a psychiatrist. Stick with me! Now, I forgot your name, brother. Jordan? Jordan, Jordan fantastic. Now, Jordan, are you on Grinder? No. no. Good for you. I fight. Not for a while. Oh, what, what was the weirdest cock you ever saw on Grinder? Don't ask like you haven't thought about it, miss. I know you have. You're looking at me like you wish you hadn't come to this show, but too bad. The doors are locked. Now, Jordan, so you're on Grindr, which is like Tinder, but for gay gentlemen, and all of my friends that are gay. One of my friends, a friend of mine, I was at a comedy show with him, and he was closing the show, and he had an hour and a half, and he opened Grindr and went, I'll see you in 45 minutes. And I didn't know what Grindr was, and he came back really sweaty. And I was like, where did you go? And he's like, I just fucked a guy two blocks down. It was awesome. And I was like, that's so disgusting. And he went, what's even grosser is I haven't showered yet. And then he just went and put the microphone all over his body because I was hosting, so I had to touch it. It was fucking awful. I hate him. Later, he went and got his, uh, his eyebrows waxed, and they used a new chemical compound. And what happened was they burned his eyebrows off and the top portion of his hair like this. So he looked like he'd been through a fire, and I chose to believe that was karma getting back at him for fucking with me. I also kept asking him if he was surprised. Because if you've ever seen someone with no eyebrows, they look very shocked at everything. And let me tell you, he did not approve. And then I was like, but don't worry, man, I'll fix it. I uh, then claimed that I was living in England and I was a makeup expert. And we were doing a show and he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have, he's an idiot. I have like a kit with me. I, I can add eyebrows to you. And he's like, really? that's amazing. Thank you so much. And I went and got a Sharpie and I just drew two big black eyebrows on his face. And then he went on stage and we were in Barrie, Ontario, which is like, imagine Hull, but take away the class and you're there. <laughs> and, and it's just these big black eyebrows and he walks on stage and he's a camp fellow and he just went, hello. And a guy in the background went, why are you so angry, you queer? I have never stopped laughing. It was awesome because he can't react because even though he's like trying to emote, just solid black line, I'm not angry. You look angry though. Oh, it was awesome. Awesome. So why did you stop using Grindr? Is it because you also ended up in a karma-related no-face incident? No face, no facial hair incident? You had a boyfriend. That's very nice. Monogamous? Yeah, because a lot of also gay gentlemen are in open relationships. So a friend of mine, he has been with his boyfriend for like five years. And then I saw him on the streets with this like gorgeous gentleman. And my friend looks like a drawing of a Scottish weirdo. And I was just like, what are you doing with him? And he goes, ah, I look like his bully from school and I'm going to treat him justly. And then they walked into his flat. And I was like, don't you have a boyfriend? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we can fuck other people. That's why we know that we love each other is because when he's being a dick, I just go do stuff to someone else and I feel better. And I was like, what a weird world that must be. Like when I am angry with people I'm in love with, I have to communicate with them. In your community, the people just go fuck other people and they come back and go, I don't really care what we were talking about. Let's make kale. So how did you meet your boyfriend? Where the fuck are you going, big man? I will make you hug me, even though you have a weird scar in your hand that means, it looks like someone tried to escape. <laughs> it's from your what? From your dog? Yeah. How did a dog do that? I'll be right back with you, Jordan. <laughs> Come here. What's your name, big fella? Justin. Justin, why are we trying to put the dog? Wait a minute, you have a pool? 
You live in the UK and you have a pool? No, I live in Canada. You live in Canada? I'm from Canada. Me too. What part of Canada? H Halifax. Nice. Thank you, Fred. For those of you who've never been to Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia is New Scotland. It was founded by Scottish people, and they literally just rebuilt Glasgow, but by the sea. And then during World War I, uh, the French drove a nitroglycerin boat into a munitions boat, and they blew up everything. It was the largest non-nuclear explosion ever. And because it's Halifax, and they're tough motherfuckers, they just talk about it as the day the bomb went off, and they don't think it's that big of a deal. The only weird thing is you can walk around, and there's markers of the explosion, so you're walking, and you're like... 10 miles from the ocean and then there's just this giant photo and it's just flat and you're like wouldn't there be trees here and they're like they were that they ended up in in ontario which is like saying there was an explosion on the east side of england and the trees ended up in france it's fucked up so what brings you to halifax joe jason whatever the fuck your name is i'm a teacher what do you teach science what's your favorite part of science uh, experiments. See, that was very easy, wasn't it, Charlie? Just says it right away. Experiments. What type of experiments? Science experiments. All right, fuck you, Justin. <laughs> what type of science do you teach? Uh, biology. So you don't know how to make meth? No. When Breaking Bad came out, how many people tried to ask you if you could help them make meth? Like six. Seriously? Did you think about trying to learn how to make meth? Who wouldn't think about it? <laughs> Who thinks this is from some sort of meth-related skirmish? <laughs> Who the fuck? Why are you putting your dog in the pool? Did he owe you money? No, I, I wanted him to overcome his fear of water. He's a dog, brother. His brain's the size of a pea. It's not going to bring enlightenment to his life. Is his next thing you're going to put a parachute on him and throw him out of a plane? I learned my lesson. He doesn't like to overcome his fear. What's your dog's name? I hope it's something cutesy like Scraps. It's Charlie. Do you know Charlie? No. Yeah, you don't want to know him. Doesn't like us. No. I know, right? <laughs> the English think that Canadians like them, but we don't, because none of us are actually from England. Way back, we're all from Scotland, and we know what the fucking English did. They left us in the snow with the French next to America, <laughs> and we don't even know what we fucking did to deserve that. We were just so nice. We were on their side, right? Right. What is your favorite? What's the worst student you've ever had? Oh. Uh, you can say his name. No one's listening. I don't know his name. I blocked it out. You don't even know your students' names. Maybe you're not a very good teacher. Making math, throwing dogs in pools. Just referring to all the students as a waste of skin, number one. Do you teach in Halifax? No, I teach in London. England? So you don't live in Halifax anymore? No. Then how... I was there all summer. Where are you? You're cooking fucking drugs. I know you are. This doesn't make any fucking sense. Dogs bite. They don't give you a... It's not a, a scratch. What the fuck is that? What kind of dog do you have? A wolverine? No, a boxer. That's a man with a job, not a dog. Is his name George Foreman? Is that what happened to him? Are you the guy who spilt, spilt all the grill money? No. Really killed the time there. I was just checking for the time. Yeah, that's the time. A Blackberry. How Canadian are fucking you? In Canada, people still use these because they're a Canadian product. And we're like, yeah, we're supporting it. Gr granted, I can't do anything with it. But it's got BBM. Have you heard of BBM? It's great. You can just chat with people no matter where they are. And then someone with an iPhone goes, yeah, we have iMessage. You can do that with 
iMessage. And they're like, yeah, but you don't get a really complicated pin like you do with BBM. Like, I'm like 1.2111444445555321, which is the chemical compound to make blue sky. I learned that from Breaking Bad. No big deal. Anyway, I got to go put a dog in a pool now. What's your pat? What's your pat? Can you? What, what's your password? That's all. Sweet. You don't have one? You're very trusting. It's just... I don't even know how to fucking... I was going to make a prank call to someone. I don't even know how to fucking turn this fucking thing on. And Facebook. All right. Close. Let's just add a... F- take this fucking piece of shit phone away from me. I'm going to make my iPhone jealous. Now, Justin... When all right, big man. I love you. I love you. See? Emotion, people of the UK. That's how you show it. Come here. Do you miss hockey? Yes. Do you miss when people, do you like it when people come up to you and go, you know, football's just like hockey? And then you say, no, it's not. Because in football, when someone gets touched, they fall down and go, oh, I've been bitten. And when hockey, unless you're bleeding from the eyes and chunks of brain are coming out of your mouth, you stay on that fucking ice until you die. Damn right. What is... Have you had sexual relations with any of the teachers? No. Do you want to? (laughs) No. Do you want to? Maybe. That's why Canadians are never spies, because we break very easily. You just have to ask us the same question twice. Do you like shoes? No. Do you like shoes? Yes, they're great. Final question for you, Justin, then we're going to wrap this podcast up. In a fight between you and Charlie when you've beaten him soundly with your facts about science, you've used your biology knowledge to uh, photosynthesize some nutrition. It's the only thing I remember from biology. Explain photosynthesis. God. Plants using sunlight to make food. Not just a comedy podcast, also information about photography. Now, do remember, guys, that the show is not free. I need to be able to pay for things like food and the eventual lawsuit I'm going to get from Charlie's super rich family about besmirching his character and calling him a fascist. You're a fascist, Charlie. <laughs> and so, remember guys, on the way out, please donate soundly. If you don't have money, you're a fucking liar. It's an arts festival. You brought money for booze. So please toss some money in the bucket at the back. And if you don't have any money or you don't want to pay, then we get to do my awkward favorite dance, which is you walk up, because you're people of the UK. You must are definitely going to do this. You're going to walk up and just look at me, and you don't know what to say, because you don't want to like be absorbed in any sort of opinion. So you just look at me for a p- second and pause, and then just go, okay. And then you'll just walk away. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> now, how much money do you think they should give Justin? As much as they have. Goddamn right. <laughs> the Canadian way. Now, we're going to end. We're going to end by singing the Canadian national anthem. Everyone, please rise for the Canadian National Anthem. I don't remember any of the words. Did you just say no? Go fuck yourself, Charlie. You unpatriotic, racist piece of shit. You're specifically the reason why Scotland is leaving England is because they heard about you and they don't like you. Do you hate me, Charlie? Do you hate me? I love you. Do you love Justin? Do you love Jordan? All right, Jordan. (laughs) So if things don't work out with that boyfriend of yours, you can teach Charlie a thing or two about regattas, if you know what I mean. All right, you ready? Everyone, please rise for the Canadian National Anthem. I'm not even fucking joking. Please rise. Charlie, you're a good man for rising. You have to remember this. The last time I sang this, I was in high school, and I don't remember all the words. 
I know it begins. I think the, we'll do the first verse, which is, Oh, Canada, our home and native land. True patriot love. Is it true patriot love? It's a little fucked up. I heard that person leave, and old man, I will. All thy sons command. All thy sons command? It is a little bit sexist. All right, you guys got that? Oh, Canada. Bunch of stuff about patriotism. Fuck women. Canada's great. All right, let's do it. All right, Justin, you're going to lead it. Charlie, you're on vocals. You're going to harmonize with Justin, all right? You ready? Ready, everyone? Oh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love in all life, sons command. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been anything can be a podcast podcast. For Jordan, for Justin, for Charlie, for Fred and his lamps. My name's John Hastings. I will see you at the back. Have a good one. Good night. I did have the barbecue, it was great. Oh, you did actually get to it, because I swear I did.